Welcome to He That Hath Ears, Listen Podcast. My name is Dave Krupa, a Christian and student of the Bible. Each episode, I will share lessons I learned from God's Word to help on the Christian journey in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time exploring the Bible with me today. Now, let's listen. Be still and know that I am God. Psalms 46 and 10 I've had the experience of applying this verse into my life over the last few weeks. I've not submitted a podcast for a while because I lost a dear friend and time has slipped away from me. Today I'd like to tell you about my friend, Charlie. My wife and I met Charlie approximately about 11 years ago. Charlie was living homeless in the city at that time. And after taking him to the shelter for some medical attention, we invited Charlie to stay with us. In the 11 years that followed, Charlie became a true friend, loyal, loving, and understanding. Charlie would often accompany us on business trips and vacations, discovering the world with us, the world which God created. When our grandchildren arrived, Charlie, though not much of a kid person, did his best to build a relationship with them as well. Proverbs 27 and 17 states, Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And as I look back on the last 11 years, I can say this has been the result of bringing Charlie into our lives. As I said, unfortunately, Charlie passed away on April 2nd of this year. And to say my wife and I have a huge void is a true understatement. We miss the companionship, we miss the quirky behaviors, and most of all, we miss our friend. I miss him listening to me then about the troubles at work. The endless hours he spent listening to me record these podcasts, and even the non-judgmental way he listened to me practice leading songs for our worship service. Though this friendship was unplanned, I truly thank God for bringing Charlie into our lives, for he has helped make us better Christians. If you haven't figured it out by now, Charlie is a dog, but not any dog. He's a rescue dog. I just haven't quite figured out who rescued whom yet. Charlie was a dog that taught me a little bit more about God and his beloved son, Jesus. How can a dog teach you anything about God, you ask? Well, consider what Paul told the church at Rome. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. Romans 1 and 20 
God's invisible attributes are made evident to us through what he has created and thus what we can observe in his creation. Charlie led me to understand a little bit about a few invisible attributes that God and his son Jesus have. The first being loyalty. I'm not sure that there's any animal as loyal as a dog. Perhaps there is. But loyalty is something that we learn and appreciate from owning a dog. Proverbs 21.21 states, He who pursues righteousness and loyalty finds life, righteousness, and honor. Deuteronomy 7 and 9 states, Know therefore that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God, who keeps His covenant and His loving kindness to a thousandth generation with those who love Him and keep His commandments. And Paul wrote to the church at Rome in Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Just as it is written, For your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul wrote to Timothy, the young preacher, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. And in Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 35, we read, And he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake in the Gospels will save it. Scripture teaches us that God is very loyal to his creation. He will never, ever leave his creation. And Jesus teaches us in Mark chapter 8 that we need to repay that loyalty. We must be willing to deny ourselves and follow him. And in doing so, we actually save ourselves. The second attribute Charlie taught me about God is this. Companionship. My mother used to tell me that if you really had a good friend, 
You could sit in the same room and never speak a word. It was just being together that counted. And so many times I found myself doing just that with my friend Charlie. The Bible teaches us a little bit about the companionship of God as well. Amos 3 and 3 asks, Do two men walk together unless they have made an appointment? I am a companion of all those who fear you and of those who keep your precepts. Psalms 119 and 63. 1 Samuel 22 and 23 states, Stay with me. Do not be afraid, for he who seeks my life seeks your life, for you are safe with me. Proverbs 13 and 20 tells us, He who walks with wise men will be wise but the companion of fools will suffer harm. We can see that this companionship is built on a relationship of trust, and as we started out today saying that iron sharpens iron, that companionship should be for a positive impact. So the proverb writer tells us to be careful with who we have companionship with. Consider Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you, or turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. Thus may the Lord do to me, and worse if anything but death parts you and me. When she saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. That's the kind of companionship that God wants with us. Consider what Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 20. Speaking to those who were following him after the resurrection and before the ascension, he said this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That is the kind of companionship that we have with God. The kind that goes above and beyond and the kind that will make us wise and not allow us to suffer harm. I think one of the biggest attributes we associate with pets that are dogs is unconditional love. It's interesting to me how this animal could have this attribute, but then when you think about what Paul said, that we can see God's invisible attributes through his creation, it's no wonder anymore. God has unconditional love for us. Romans 5 and 8, But God demonstrates his own love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 Titus chapter 3 verses 4 and 5 says, But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. 1 John 4, verse 18. And consider 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We often hear this quoted in weddings and marriages, but think about the love that Paul was talking about here. That unconditional love, that agape love. Love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Does not take into account a wrong suffered does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That is unconditional love. And how do we know God has unconditional love for us? The scriptures tell us so. First John Chapter 3, verse 16. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. God loves us unconditionally. No matter what happens, he has love for us. He believes all things, he bears all things. And he endures all things. Another attribute that I would attribute to learning a little more of God through my dog Charlie is that silence is golden. Ecclesiastes teaches us that there is a time to speak and a time to be silent. And if you look at Luke chapter 23, verse 9, and to put this in context, this is where Pilate is questioning Jesus after he was turned over by the Jewish leaders. Then he, Pilate, questioned with him in many words, but he, Jesus, answered him nothing. Jesus' silence before Pilate makes me think about what he had spoken previously. Remember the saying in the Bible, and they remembered his words? 
His silence reminds me of how he prophesies that he must suffer and die for our salvation as a silent lamb. Sometimes being quiet takes more strength than talking. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Isaiah 53 and 10 Oftentimes, silence can speak louder than words. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 7 Jesus' silence was in preparation for the silence of the grave that would then give way to the sounding words of the resurrection. Because Jesus said not a word in order to fulfill God's word, by faith we are taken from death to life, from being dead in sin to being alive in Christ. Thus, in faith, we come to realize that Jesus silencing himself was his powerful love to make us his own. Jesus was not silenced forever by the evil crowd. He rose to speak again with healing and hopeful words of the resurrection. Another attribute that I observed in Charlie that also I can easily observe in God is forgiveness. The three types of forgiveness are exoneration, forbearance, and release. I don't know for sure, but I believe a dog's forgiveness is of the forbearance nature. That is, the deed, whatever it is, is tolerated. God, on the other hand, practices all three types of forgiveness. Exoneration is basically a to absolve. 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Forbearance, as I mentioned, is about tolerance. Proverbs 17 and 9 He who conceals a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates intimate friends. How people respond to the faults of others reveals whether or not they have love. The contrast in this verse is between one who conceals or covers the faults of a friend and one who repeats news about it. The former promotes love because he cares about the person. The latter divides friendships. And release. Release to me means as if it never was. Hebrews 8 and 12 For I will be merciful to their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. 
Now, I challenge us as human beings, or even animals in God's creation, that we can remember no more. I might be able to forgive, but I don't believe that I could ever forget. And yet God says, He will be merciful to our iniquities and remember those sins no more. It's been said countless times that a dog is a man's best friend. And while I will agree that a dog can certainly be a beloved friend, man's best friend was, is, and always will be God in his only begotten Son, Jesus. And reflecting on one of God's creatures has reminded me of the fact as well as taught me a little bit more about God's invisible traits. God wants to be your friend. He wants to rescue you. Have you accepted the invitation? Thanks for listening. W. Clement Stone wrote, That which you share multiplies, that which you withhold diminishes. If you found this podcast enjoyable, share the link with someone you care about.